The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. everybody and welcome back to your am i allowed to do this okay to your favorite gi joe podcast show this is knowing is half the podcast and i am race decatus finally starting the show somebody else on the show keeps interrupting me as i try to start the show and talking about black eyed peas naughty songs One i'm of robert you. clark chan and I have I'm, no idea what Ray is talking about. I'm Gina Ippolito. I also have no idea what he's talking about. I have never been thrown under a bus harder than this moment. Welcome That's to not true. That's welcome not true. to knowing is half the gaslight. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't know what's going on here. Ray is just acting crazy. Yeah, which he does a lot. I'll say. Oh my goodness, guys! I'm doubting everything right now. This is not. This is not the way I want to start the show. <laughs> In any case, we are not talking about G.I. Joe Extreme this week. I'm sure we'll be getting back to it next week soon enough because we've been finding it pretty delightful. This week, we had a little bit of a challenge from the fans, and this has been a challenge that's been in the works for a while now because as a Patreon exclusive, Gina was not with us for this episode. It was myself, Robert Clark Chan, and uh, Steve Moulton friend of the show and we got together and we watched an episode of beast wars uh, what was it the long way down was that the name of the episode something like that and know. we basically came to the conclusion beast wars is the one of the absolute worst shows we've ever seen in the history of this show okay that's a pretty bold statement but this was a show that looked god-awful the computer-generated animation was at the earliest part of that of, of its existence, so it was real, real rough to look at. And the whole show involved robot dinosaurs making fart jokes and having giant farts be like the denouement uh, of Act 3, and none of us were impressed. None of us were pleased to have watched it. We were, in fact, angry that it was suggested to us, which means it was a great suggestion by our Patreon community. <laughs> Let me start there. They they uh, understand how the show works. Yes, they do. They It's always just like, watch some Batman the Animated Series. We're like, okay, but we're just going to like it. That doesn't hurt us at all. You know, the, the mad scientists on Mystery Science Theater 3000 never showed them the Godfather, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> I will say that I, as, as Ray said... Uh, I was not here for this. And as I was watching it, I asked them what the deal was. And apparently people like this show. And it made me want to kill myself. Not to tip My our goodness. hand too early. Um. I'm tipping it because I'm angry. <laughs> like th this is and I'm and I, I know that there will be doubt. I know that and I know that I will be doubted. <laughs> Hashtag believe Gina. <laughs> I, this Hashtag is, believe all Gina's. I hated this more than anything we've ever watched. Yes. That in, is, the, in the five plus seasons we've been doing this show. We've seen some terrible ass shows, Gina. Yeah, this this was worse. And I'll explain why when we get into it. Whenever Absolutely. Ray decides to start the show. What is happening? Jesus, right Ray, now? would you please the just do the thing? The show's already started. What is what's going on? The show hasn't Ray. begun yet, Ray. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait. What? <laughs> so uh, 
I uh, uh, hey everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, Ray, come on now. Oh, you're just trying too hard. Oh no. Uh, I will say that like watching this because this is the second Beast Wars episodes I've I've seen in my life. Um, uh, it's it felt kind of like uh, watching one of those like terrible cartoons from the 60s or 70s like was like super president once or something like that and you, you sort of like put in its time and place and for its time like you know like yeah it kind of looked terrible but that's you know the state of the technology and you know they could only do so much it was cu- almost cutting edge at that time so like you know you got to work through those kinks uh and the show itself um if you stripped all that away it's just like a bad kids cartoon so for me it was just like well this is not good this is bad but it's it, i didn't hate it like somebody uh, like, like they really thought they were doing something good here they weren't they weren't trying too hard this is uh, one of many different points to make here one the reason we're doing beast wars again is because the outcry from our our fans from our community has been so large tell and now what well, here's the deal now that we've uh, put on the table we still do not like this show after watching it again <laughs> all the people who told us that it's great are going to shrivel up and it will appear as if they've never existed at all i continue I my personal names. gaslight show me the receipts because whoever likes this show is up to some evil crap like <laughs> i guarantee you they they are doing criminal things in their free time and not just like minor criminal things but like <laughs> bad bad crap like human trafficking whoever likes beast wars is a human trafficker <laughs> okay that's solid that is a what solid... if we what if we formed our own QAnon, but instead of it being <laughs> you know pizza places and, and liberals it's just people who like beast wars yeah this is this is the wayfair conspiracy all over again <laughs> whoever whoever is watching beast wars is a, is a trafficker if you order Beast Wars DVDs off of Amazon, in, rea- in reality, you're getting children. That's what I've just learned. <laughs> um, um, now, to be fair, this came out of what, 1996, 97? Uh, if I remember this correctly, it is it is it is an older show. And and to be fair, a show had to be the first one to go whole hog on this type of 3D computer-generated animation. And I remember around the same time the Spawn movie came out, which was considered very cutting edge for its use of CGI at the time. Although it looked, it, Spawn looked better than this. But there were yeah. many fight scenes in Spawn where it was all CGI. It was one CGI monster fighting another. And you couldn't, at least I couldn't, tell what was even happening because Yo. it was, it was just was happening so fast and so colorfully and just so. <sighs> Uh, CGI'd that I completely lost focus on like what I was even watching. And I kind of felt that way watching this quite a bit as well. Okay. First of all, when you're talking about beast wars, keep spawn out of your mouth because (laughs) they are not Uh even on the same level. Okay. Will Smith up in here. (laughs) You keep spawn out of your mouth. (laughs) They are not even on the same level. I saw spawn in the theaters. I enjoyed it. Yes. It was pretty ridiculous, but I still wanted to live after I watched it. No, I, mean, I, no, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's just certain aspects reminded me of the, the CGI-ness of it all. No, I've no, never, you I've shut your mouth. Never seen Spawn. Oh. That soundtrack. The soundtrack slaps. You, mm. You've so never good. seen Spawn? Why would I? Because I'm, you are a half black man trying to respect <laughs> black superheroes in your youth. You know, the white woman has a point, Chan. <laughs> Tell me how I'm supposed to act, Gina, please. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say that I I lived through uh, the image wars and um, like there's precious little of that that I ever wanted to take away. Uh, they're largely the, what drove me away from comics the first time. So, you know, like... Wow. Um, I, I I never watched any of the Savage Dragon. I never watched any Spawn. I never watched uh, oh. whatever else they tried to you know listen uh, make into multimedia franchises out of that l- stuff. Let me tell you, I the other day I was doing I was doing a watch party that Colin Lee Turner has you know pretty pr- fairly fairly often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were watching Universal Soldier: The Return, which I think is the third or fourth Universal Soldier movie. Great, great oh, cinema. Wow. 
and and it made me long for the Michael J. White days. And I realize he's still working. Like he's got like 10 movies in in <laughs> pre or post production. But there was like a period of time where I was I was pretty sure he was going to be like the next big thing. And then now we look back and he's just sort of in like, you know, Universal Soldier four or three. <laughs> he's, he's he's like in a JCVD kind of situation. Maybe Look, a little second tier. JCVD. I don't talk about Michael Jai White. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> we're beefing. We're feuding. And that's all <laughs> I'm going to say about it. Uh, you know what? But he because I because I was realizing like I think I I posted in the chat while we were watching it. I said in real life, this dude would kill John Claude Van Damme because he was I mean, first of all, he's like super, super buff, but also he was like actively doing martial arts. And I realize you could say that about Jean-Claude Van Damme, but at some point Van Damme became just an actor. Like at some point he sort of, whereas I think like Michael J. White was like, screw it. I'm going to still enter every single competition and then act and then do more competitions. But yeah, I was, I, it made me think like, man, I really enjoyed Spawn when I saw Spawn. Spawn was great. Uh, And the fact that it's in the same, that we're talking about this because we watched Beast Wars is infuriating. (laughs) Well, Gina, what about this fact? What if because we are talking about it uh, uh, as a result of Beast Wars, isn't that a good thing for Beast Wars? Because it got us to think and talk about Spawn. I mean, it's like witnessing a murder and then being like, oh, you know what? This kind of makes me want pie. All the blood on the sidewalk makes me want pie. The murder is still terrible. Is the pie any less delicious, Gina? Thank you. I mean, now maybe, you know, maybe what it'll do is it'll pull an inside out. And now, like, every time you eat pie, you think about that murder. So instead of it making it better, you just made something else that was a good memory a little bit worse. Now, next time I watch Spawn, I'm going to have horrible flashbacks to this abortion that we watched. Wow. You, you say inside out like that's a bad thing. Like, when I saw that movie and I saw all those uh, memories being turned sad, I was like, oh, that's my entire life. Oh, no, I don't I don't want that. I want my happy memories to stay happy. And uh, and that's it. Every one of my memories is rage filled. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just red balls banging around in my head. Uh, If I had to if I had to guess, I also would guess that Ray just has red balls banging (laughs) around in his head. Uh, Just balls of every kind, just red, swollen, sweaty, just just ping-ponging around in there this is quite the episode and we haven't even really started talking about beast wars i mean are we going to let's get it over with i want this out of my brain i want i want a harry potter want to come and scoop this white little cum memory out of my brain and then put it into a pot so this is beast wars this is called double dinobot and the first thing I just noticed about the opening intro, I'm just like, this show is so goddamn ugly. This yes. is one of the ugliest shows. It's just the color scheme is ugly. Yes. The CGI is ugly. The character yes. design is ugly. Everything about this show is ugly. Yeah. So let me tell you, this is why it was so hard for me to watch. And I will concede that this is this is definitely like a personal thing. I'm sure there are some people that can watch this kind of computer animation and and not want to claw their eyes out. I am not one of them. I hate this style so much. I don't, I get that it saved time. I get that it was, it was that people were like, oh, cool. This is like a new thing. It is so bad. And it reminds me of like a, a Chubb university, like come to Chubb and take classes and you can do art like this from like 1999 or something like that, that even in 1999, you're like, oh, this looks terrible. Who's going to Chubb? People pay money to go to Chubb. Back Uh up, back up. Chan, you went to Chubb? Chubb university, a real thing. Yeah, I dated a dude who went to Chubb. Oh, it's that's like, the memory. I, let I me see know. if it's still a. Uh, There's so many. Well, uh, 
I know it's Chub by like five fruit. other different names. You <laughs> well, know. Yeah, oh, it's, it's just, called it's mm. called the Chub Institute. It's, oh, it still has a website, a, but this the first search yeah. thing is this Chub Institute still exists. Oh, oh you know right. what? It's it's oh now I feel bad <laughs> because Uh-oh. it's a Persephone, New Jersey thing, which is I guess why you haven't no. heard of it. If I, I thought had it was like guess. a big I thought it was a big school, and now I feel bad for calling <sighs> out a little school. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, those schools existed all over the country, and we all had our own version of Chubb, just not as amazing. <laughs> My belief is, honestly, that Gina just saw that there was a place near her home called Chubb University. She's like, I'm going to get a man. <laughs> I'm going to see so many half boners. Let me let me change it to like the University of Phoenix. Like that Phoenix, would be my other. That would be the like standard go to. But yes. like le- like let me just say like some sort of half school that's like oh we do computer stuff and then you watch it and you're like what am i what am i watching is this was this made in like 1992 but now it's 2003 and it should look better like i hated i hated this so much that i found myself turning away from the screen and just listening at certain points because (laughs) it was offensive to my eyes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, it's like, yeah, learn to do computer CGI animation at University of Phoenix or Chubb University. <laughs> Draw half naked women and make us proud. <gasps> I. <laughs> but you're right. It's it's it goes beyond just, oh, this technology looks terrible. Right. The colors they chose were terrible. And then when we get into it, like, and again, I have no idea who's in this. I'm sure I'm burning some bridges with future jobs. <laughs> but the writing was bad. The voice acting was terrible. Yes. Like everything about it. And even like the the only thing I can say is that if someone gave me that script and I didn't know like what it was going to look like, and I didn't know who would do the voice acting. I could make a better script after like two or three drafts, but everything about this shouted first draft. It seemed like something someone made in their in their 1992 computer class, and then they got people in that computer class to voice these characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, it felt like a. Uh... Kind of like when we first started watching uh, Deke G.I. Joe and we realized that it was not for uh, a, a cognizant audience. Like they were just uh, it was going down to, you know, like five and six year olds instead of, you know, like eight to 12 year olds. Sure. And this felt like uh, like all of the acting choices, because I don't think the uh, the acting was bad, but they directed them in a specific way. And, they you know, it's like. Uh, uh, mustache twirling I'm evil which you know like you're not going to do that unless your director tells you like all right we're going for you know a pantomime villain here so again I am actively offended for Deke era G.I. Joe like basically (laughs) what I heard when you said that is like hey do you want do you want this like uh, do you want this frozen dinner it's okay but it's like not very good but it'll get you full or like, hey, would do you want to eat this pile of shit? And then I'd be like, one of those things is food. And the other is a pile of shit. Obviously, <laughs> I'm going to eat the frozen dinner, even mm-hmm. if it's not great. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to compare, you know, like food that's that's not gourmet to shit. I see what's going on here. You have blacked out much of the past <laughs> five or six years. And rightfully so. There's nothing good that happened uh, after you know, uh, about uh, uh, 2016, November-ish, I think. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you're, you're trying to blot everything out and you've forgotten all of the abominations that we watched and the things that you have personally taken umbrage no, against. No. I'm not forgetting. I refuse to ever watch this show again. If someone if someone said, <laughs> hey, would you rewatch Deke era G.I. Joe? I would be like, oh, man. All right. I, like we'll we'll do it. It's gonna it's gonna be bad still, but I, I'm sure I'll find something funny to say. If someone was like, "Hey, do you want to watch?" I would rather rewatch all of Deke era GI Joe. Oh, than watch a new episode of Beast Wars that I've never oh, seen. Wow, that is that how is much tense. I hate this show. If you guys know me. I usually find something positive about everything that we that we watch, or um, I, or I just don't think it's as bad as 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 at least as Chan does. And this, I was just, I, I'm telling you, I wanted to take some sewing needles and stab my eyes out. 
I insist that the next time you talk to your therapist, you try and dig up some memories because you must have, there must have been like a bully in the past, like a big uh, hefty dude wearing a Transformers Beast Wars shirt that like rubbed your face in the mud and and you don't remember it, but you're just holding that that uh, uh, anger for uh, Beast Wars. It is, I mean... I'm not going to say it's undeserved, but I'm just going to say it's you're coming a little hotter than I, I think is strictly warranted here. No, I disagree I, completely. I, I think I don't Gina think so. is in her right. Absolutely. The, this is trash. <laughs> these visuals offended me to my very core. Look, I, I am I am not going to defend a frame of this thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I don't think there needs to be legislation against it. I've never been more jealous of late stage Oedipus Rex. (laughs) So moving forward, the show actually begins. Nucleate the thermal coils. We're going to overload the machine. The one piece of shit says to the other piece of shit, they end up cloning a Dinobot who's also a piece of shit with the one drawback. Do you remember how much the 90s loved Technobabble? Oh, oh my god it's it's terrible and also let me just say there is like visually there is so much happening in the in each frame of this just because people are like and i can imagine that they like watched it and they were like i don't know make that thing in the background flash and swirl around for no reason i don't know make this dinosaur's hands go a mile a minute while he's talking for no good reason like there were there was so much going on it felt like someone was attacking my like brain synapses and this and this is what started it it was like hey let's overload you with stupid techno babble also, there's flashing lights. Also, there's a zappy thing going back and forth. And like, I did not know what to focus on. It's I, think, I just hate it. I think it was like a selling point, though. It's like we can animate five different things at once. <laughs> look at the polygons we're pushing. Yeah, oh, look at the shapes spinning. Uh, I did like that they bring out they they clone this Dinobot that just sort of stands there, basically doing nothing as they talk around it. And then, and I'm just like, oh, okay, it's just like an automaton. And then it turns like all sassy and starts kicking the other dude's ass or something. And I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? Also, allegedly, that one guy in there is Megatron. Allegedly, that was Megatron on the uh, show. It, it, uh, F myself in the, in the, in the, we, app. uh, uh, one of our listeners, uh, I forget who, and I feel bad, uh, gave us a little rundown of what's going on there. Apparently there were some, uh, transformers who were like following along, uh, the G one ship as it was headed towards earth and got caught in some sort of wormhole and went back like 65 million years into the past. One of them uh, was a guy who um, uh, I, th- I think he was just like a fan of Megatron and so took his name. So it's, it's not that Megatron, but it's uh, I'm like also it's, it annoyed that the Dinobots are an actual entity. And here we just have one character named Dinobot who is a dinosaur. But there are also other dinosaur robots, including Megatron, who's a T-Rex. And every part of this I did not care for. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we have a bored dinosaur oh, it was, and it was uh ken turner by the way he was the one that uh uh uh, uh let's see l- 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 here here's the rundown maximals and predacons are descendants of the autobots and decepticons it takes place uh, hundreds of years after uh g1 uh, uh uh megatron stole golden discs uh, they were sent to intercept a maximal ship. They went through a wormhole, uh, uh, to get short circuited and they decided to put organic stuff around their circuits, like a Terminator at, for reasons. Um, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He took his name as an homage to Megatron. Same with this Optimus primal fellow. Uh, they're just, they're just fanboys. Uh, uh Dinobot was a bad guy and then it became a good guy because Megatron was too weak or something. And so we have uh, the uh, Dinobot, the actual one, and he's bored and he gets accosted by a thing, a flying pterodactyl robot called Pterosaur. Going in, I did not know who was on what side. If one was, they were on the same side and he was just messing with him or one was Decepticon, one was Autobot. I assumed that the dinosaur was an Autobot based on the earlier plot point. They end up having a 
longish fight that have absolutely no stakes. It's one of the worst fight scenes I've seen at uh, <laughs> all time. And it even even goes somewhere and has an actual endpoint and makes sense at the end of the day. But it's just it's as a Michael Bay Transformers fight. I hit you. Nothing happens. You hit me. Nothing happens. So I hit you and then nothing happens. There's no stakes. There's no gravitas. It's just oh, two things hitting each other with no this result. This is an Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan match. Uh, yes, I believe. I would. I would argue maybe an Ultimate Warrior versus Doctor Death Steve Williams match and make it even worse. <laughs> First one to sell a punch loses. Um, <laughs> they they end up getting a, a, a Dinobot gets cha- gets rushed into the cave to chase after the Pterosaur, who then flies out the top and then blows out everything covering Dinobot in rubble. So he's taken out of the fight for right now, taken out of the equation. Really so they can terrible looking with this Dinobot. Rubble. Again, everything, everything that's, everything looks terrible. Oh, here's my note that says, uh, yeah, this animation is butts. So, <laughs> yes, I guess you. I also did not care I, for it. I do want to take a second. If you remember this show fondly <laughs> and you genuinely think this is a good show. Then you're one, a child trafficker. We've already covered this. <laughs> one, you're a child trafficker. And two, you need to reassess some things. We have now watched multiple episodes with different people and never came to a different result. Like if the equation in your math class finds that X is three, I don't want to hear 10 years later that X was actually seven the whole time and that everyone else was wrong. Guys, this is not a good show. This show actively hurt us while we were watching it again. Shame on first time. Shame on you. Second time. Shame on us. Uh, hold on. Cause I want to, uh, 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 I, I made a note here and I'm trying to figure out what it means. Love those notes. <laughs> My favorite notes. I have nothing to say except goodbye. I guess I just really didn't like the music. The, maybe the laughter. You got some great. Uh, that sounded <sighs> a lot like Deke era metalhead, to be honest with you. Yeah, a little uh. bit. A little bit. Uh, but none of it was. And that's the other thing is um, they put that kind of really, really basic music behind it. Because if I remember right, there's really no like ambient sounds or anything happening. Like uh. Just every once in a while, a sting to let you know how you're supposed to be feeling. Oh, no, yeah. I have to be worried for Dinobot. Yeah, it's a pretty minimal yeah. show. Um, so this takes us to they call the they call this guy Optimus. And I'm just like, no. You're not Optimus Prime. And uh, as we just learned from Robert Clark Chan, he is not Optimus Prime. He is a fakey Fakerton. He's Optimus um, Primal. Optimus Primal. Still garbage. He... Um, we are introduced to a character named Rat Trap, who is a giant mouse, who's also a fighting robot, who's also smaller than the other fighting robots. And I guess I'm supposed to like him. He's no di- personality-wise Every single character on the show is exactly the same, regardless of which side they fight for. I should also <laughs> mention that right now. They're all angry. They're all violent. And they're all that. No, they're just angry and violent. There's no third thing. There is no third part to this equation. Yeah, it's hard to tell who I'm supposed to be rooting for here. Really, I just want the whole world to be destroyed by an asteroid or something. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, but yeah, I, I was basically like who, how, what this guy's a, like a traitor, but he's a traitor in like a good way. But now this is his clone. I mean, like it made sense, but I really did not care. Yeah. They didn't give me a reason to care about anything that was happening on screen. You know, GI Joe will return after these messages. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Maximal Heroes Battle Predacon Creeps. There's much more than meets the eye to new Mega Beast. Evil Transkeetos out for blood. Triple Transformers. From bug to slashing attack mode to bug ugly robot. 
But heroic baboons go in ape. This beast triple changes to blasting battle mode to awesome battle bot. From beast to bot, the action's three times as hot. Beast Wars! New Mega Beast sold separate. Now back to G.I. Joe. Uh, they they show up. Uh, Dinobot shows up. The fake now, the clone. He shows up and says, "Hey, the Predacons, the bad guys, are in this zone." And Optimal Prime says, "I'm scanning it. There's nothing there." He's like, "Oh, it's their reasons. They're there. I saw them. We we better send you specifically to go get them." Ah. And Optimal Prime, to his credits, like, "Go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> take this rat piece of shit with you, and then go look." And so yeah, they get I will there. say I, I was glad that's like the only thing that I was glad of was that he he seems like a competent leader who is like, all right, that's not how we do things. And then clone Dino was like, oh, oh, but let's do it. And then the leader was like, nah, that's not how we do it. At least at least they're trying to make him competent, even though everything else yes. about this show is completely incompetent. Yeah, I did like the fact that he's just like, come on, man, really go on out there. And he's like, honestly, I'm not going to one two. You're pissing me off now. What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. That's cool. I like that. That was cool. Uh, um, I noticed this and and I, I thought it and then I was like, no, that's not possible. And there were a couple other times that it kind of made me think it was possible. But obviously it's not. Uh, but this here. You coming? Uh, I was like, is that Jason Alexander? Timing wise, it doesn't work out because he was on Seinfeld at that point. And there are other points uh, um, where it's pretty clear it's not the voice of Jason Alexander. But that sound clip did, as someone who's been rewatching Harley Quinn over and over and over and over again, that really did sound like a Jason Alexander delivery. Crazy because I've Mm -hmm. only been watching old McDLT commercials, but still it does sound like Jason Alexander. You just wanted to prove that you had some knowledge of a. Of a little known thing, didn't you? I can't do jokes. I'm doing references, Gina. You should know (laughs) it by now. Uh, Show of hands. Who here misses the McDLT? I do. I legitimately like that sandwich. What is it exactly? Uh, It's a a quarter pounder deluxe, only they uh, put it into two separate box things so that you keep the hot side hot and the cold side cold. And you fold them together. Wait, a quarter pounder deluxe... Which is just a burger with lettuce and tomato. That's it. That's okay. a very basic burger with lettuce and tomato. And then okay. they have it so that way they the one side is hot with the bottom bun and the burger. And then the maybe some cheese there too. I don't remember. But so the top that's side, it. Why would anyone not get that if they had that option? Uh, I mean. Talks to the 80s. <laughs> it's pretty clearly a gimmick. And yeah, but I mean, like, like, you know, it's it's like when I would go to 7-Eleven and fill up my nacho thing with all the fixins, but then keep the chips separate so that by the time I got home, they weren't soggy. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. just smart. That's just smart living. Yeah. I understand it probably costs more because extra packaging, but I think probably eventually people are like, this is dumb. I'm not going to spend extra money for this, which is it was the foam packaging was like the bad foam. You know, oh, everything was the bad packaging back then, though. Yes, it was. Yeah. And honestly, I like that packaging better. Am I am I? Let me talk to you about NFTs. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) okay. so they go out these two idiots go off into the desert and there's nothing there, obviously. And so they're just like, okay, uh, they're right over that ridge. I promise the evil Dinobot says. And so a uh, rat trap says, okay, let's transform into our robot forms and go get it. And he's like, why aren't you transforming? What's up with that? Suspicious. Yo, this, rat, this rat robot, but by the way, is like some, there's something weird going on. He's got two separate, perfectly like circular cheeks there is yeah. a an animator who had to figure I, out what that butt looks like, and it is weird. I meant to to screen cap that because I was like, Gina's going to notice this butt. <laughs> uh. I also, I also meant to screen grab it and send it. Oh my god, uh, I did not but notice the, the butt. Day got away from me, and I and be honest, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, here's the old, uh, great job with the butt, bad job with the butt, Gina. You're our resident butt expert. 
You know, I, I feel like sometimes I send you guys screen grabs of things that either look like dicks or or are butts and Pretty you're less impressed than I would like you to be. So maybe I just didn't <laughs> want to face rejection today. You know what? That's, that's fair. That's fair. But I will, I will tell you right now that you are in the right on this. It was a very <laughs> weird butt and I noticed it and I did not care for it. Well, then we should we should take a screen grab of it and tweet it out so that people can see what we're talking about. We Folks. definitely should. I am going to remember to do that, by which I mean I am absolutely not going <laughs> Never to remember gonna happen. to do that. Never. In fact, two weeks from now, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually post in our chat. I'll be like, Chen, uh, you ever get that butt picture? And he's like, No. Here's the thing: if anyone anyone listening to this right now, tweet at us butts, please, and then Chan will 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 butt you. I mean, we all have the technology. To watch mm-hmm. this episode and screen cap that butt. That's so, my grade. grade. At this point, I feel like it's not on me anymore. I feel like <laughs> we have a burgeoning career in ratemybutt.com Ugh. of just rating butts of people who send us pictures of not just their own butts, but like butts from from literature and movies and cartoons. Famous uh, butts throughout the years. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm uh typing in wikibutts.com right now oh. to see. Oh, that's gotta a be thing. a thing. Yeah, it's gotta it's be. Park, come on, people. Come uh, on, oh, wow. what? What? Oh, <clears throat> did you just the, buy uh, it? Related searches: thong women makes mm-hmm. sense. Girls makes sense. Modleys, M O D L E S. What is that? <laughs> someone <laughs> mis someone misspelled models enough time that now it's in Chan's Google search. <laughs> I guess. What the. Mm. <laughs> What in the name of red balls is going on here? Is what I want to know. <laughs> oh my! You know what? We did need uh, GI Joe Extreme has been pretty good. We did need something truly horrible to get our juices flowing again, and um, I think it helps. I think <gasps> us getting tortured by a cartoon helps the show ultimately at the end of the day. <laughs> so, there's the, uh, so there's a great moment here. With great moment. Okay, so there's a moment here at the show. <laughs> Where he wouldn't transform. He actually convinces the rat to go back to his rat form. He's just like, we're in a stealth mission. Bad for robots. What are you doing? He's like, all right. And so they end up being like, okay, there's this big pool of lava. And there's just, there's there's a tree over the, the lava pool on two cliffs. You know, like the bridge layer from G.I. Joe. And, and he's like, rat, you go first and you cross over the lava. They're right over there. I promise the rat gets like two steps on the thing and he just starts kicking it, but doesn't even get it till like the fifth kick. And the rats just sit there like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to kick you in the lava. You dumb piece of shit. And I found that mildly amusing. I liked it. I liked it. You uh, did? He, did you really? You really liked it? You're going to say you liked something about this? I, look, I got Look, I'm trying to You're find things, to Gina. I'm trying to find things. Look, I used to do some child trafficking back in the day. <laughs> I still have those predilections. Uh, I am. I'm growing through this, trying to uh, find a good butt shot. Okay, there's one. And uh, uh, what I'm Found remembering, one of the things that I dislike absolutely the most about this is that um, the uh, transformed versions of them are like like animals, but they stand up and talk like humans and whatnot. Uh-huh. And it reminds me very unfavorably of the GoBots, who used yes. to, you know, like Psy Kill would be like, he, he would be a motorcycle, and then he would like tilt his head up and be like, ah, blah, 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 I'm a robot. And it just made me so unhappy <laughs> and so like seeing like yeah like i'm a rat and i'm talking like a you know cool hipster uh new yorker or something I'm like oh this is this is <laughs> trash Can we take a minute and talk about the transforming animation as well because it is butt like they'll just all of a sudden the rat will just like stand up the torso will start twisting and then just a robot part will just come out of nowhere yeah it's, and it will just it's... be a robot like it's, with Optimus Prime, you can see the pieces and how they go together, right? And how okay, I I can make my brain make that make sense. You can't do that with these with these Beast Wars robots because they're just there. Just comes to be a point where it's just no longer a rat, and now it's just a robot. Yeah, I will say that now that you say it, 
uh, like we've all seen those things that it's like, oh, a script written by an AI or like this thing done by an okay. AI. Okay. And, and you're like looking at it and you're like, ah, that's funny because it's written by a robot. It's like sort of 70% human. So that's why it's funny. And this show reminds me of that. Like if you told yeah. an AI, make a cartoon and then, and then started from that. And then that AI said, what's a cartoon? And then you said, oh, it's, Animated things that aren't quite real that are usually done by a computer or drawn by hand. And, we told and, an AI to watch a hundred <laughs> hours of videos of animals taking a shit and then write a cartoon. Here's what we got. Yeah. Like I, I think that this, that's my problem with this is that like, if you, if you told an AI to create a cartoon, it wasn't quite sure what a cartoon was, but you <laughs> fed in some basic information about it. And then it also like animated, it wrote the script, it animated it and it did the voiceover work all done yeah. by an AI. All done that's by an AI. Show. <laughs> it's the future, everybody. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I remember these days of animation, and I remember like being super excited to see the next 3D thing. Like, do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where they go 3D? I absolutely yeah, do. Yeah, you're talking yes. about the Halloween episode? And it was garbage. No, no, it's great. And they specifically like reference the fact that it's it's not great. Garbage. Yeah. No. And, and that's that's just how, you know, like that's, that's, we no, had to crawl listen, before we learned to walk. I literally yeah, watched that Halloween episode a, a few months ago during Halloween. Cause I, I watched all the best seasons of the, the Simpsons Halloweens. Didn't we and do that it, for this show? It is yes. not, uh, it is not, uh, it is not nearly as bad, as bad as this. There's not, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not even, again, it's not even the same playing field you're you're like isn't my baby attractive and i'm like oh your baby's like kind of ugly and then someone else shows me a baby but it's just shit wrapped in a baby blanket like <laughs> one is an ugly baby the other is shit no and i would say i would to what gina's saying the simpsons episode is it's rough the 3d animation is rough but at least they're like core design tenets are good so at least they can kind of do something with it this yeah. every design choice is poor and it looks like shit. So as a direct result, it just is, is as Gina said, a baby wrapped in shit in a blanket. Yeah. And the movements are blanket. terrible. I don't think I got that right. Th there's like, there's things that like are very easy to like animate that still look terrible. Like any, like even like rocks, like they're like, here's a, oh, a rock fell. It's like, oh, okay. This isn't rock shaped. It didn't fall like a rock would. It didn't <laughs> land like a rock would. And when it landed, it just sort of like laid on top of the thing. Like they're like, you're like a two year old. Like when I have doing sex. Yeah. No, I get paper. Yes. Oh, exactly. Mm -hmm. But they just, they just put it in that physics generator and just let it fall and said, we got it. <laughs> yeah. Nailed. This is, I'm telling you, this is what, this is, if you fed like some sort of basic description of what a show is to an AI, <laughs> this is what, like the whole thing, it like reeks of uncanny valley. But remember, because Pixar also couldn't do human faces, that's why they did Toy Story, right? So, like, there's a thing where you have to, again, to what Chan said, crawl before you walk. This type of animation had to exist for us to grow from it and do better. And so no, as, that's as not, that, that's I appreciate it. That's not how things work. If you, if, you're, if you told me, like, hey, Gina, practice singing, I, I wouldn't be like, okay, cool. I'm going to practice singing. But while I practice it, put a show of me singing on the air. <laughs> that, like, that's, that's not fair. how it works. Like, you can, you no. can practice something until you get good at it and then make a show. This is just literally like someone was like, give me a show. And then someone else was like, okay, AI robot who sort of can't speak like a human yet. Here's your show. And it was like, thank you and then in like in gina's off. world you start out with those pictures uh from uh leonardo da vinci's uh notebook of like the like the the wings made out of paper and then you're like give me a 747 no and you no. just jump from the the drawings to a full-blown 747 in the sky with first class uh wine service we get like free glasses of wine as you fly uh to your magical castle in new jersey no, here's the thing. You know what I wouldn't do though, if if 
if Da Vinci sketched wings, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I want those wings. I want those wings to be a two season cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all of the, this all tracks, this all makes sense. I'm going to advance the plot a little bit, such as it is. Um, because we are, we are, we've I had mean, a lot to thing, talk about here. Here's one thing I can't say that is the the fault of bad technology. This writing is just trash. It's not good. Uh, it's really lowest common denominator. I mean, okay. Real Dinobot digs himself out from the rubble. Uh, the, the fake Dinobot clone goes back to the transport or goes back to the uh, good guy base and says, Oh, optimal prime. We were ambushed. Rat trap took a loss. I'm injured. You got to go and save the day. And he's checking, like, there is literally nothing on our radar. He's like, dude, you got to go. He's like, fine, I'm going to go. So he takes off immediately. The uh, evil Dinobot takes over the comms and no, starts. No, he like, doesn't just take off. He's like kind of smart about it again. He's like, I'm going to leave a robot in charge. And if you try to mess with it, it's going to electrocute you. Well, no, <laughs> he, he said you're in charge of the base Dinobot. But then like all the good stuff was protected by a zappy AI. You are absolutely right about that. So it's like he he knew he couldn't do too much damage, but he wasn't. He was suspicious, but not suspicious enough. At no, this I point. mean, he's the one who activated the the like shields and shit like that so that sure. he couldn't he couldn't do anything so he knew well, enough you and lock also, the house when you leave the door you know i mean here's the thing he he uh, uh he locked it and um this fake dinobot never managed to unlock it so never did. no I he mean, did points, points to optimus primal no he yeah. did not it was, was no because he blew up he no he took he he took out the base did okay we'll get there it will get to it he brought uh, the shield in my notes later. I have a mention uh, that this flying animation is shit. Oh, it's so, so bad. Like, uh, again, I agree with you. This looks terrible. Uh-huh. I think it was um, Optimus Primal, like, taking off. And it was just, like, sort of, uh, he was just, like, standing straight up. And then the, it, it it's kind of like that really cheap animation where you just take a uh, piece of art and then, like, go up and around and move forward and just, like, a, like a, paper cutout or something just like just with your hands <laughs> this looks fucking awful we get, i want we get to a, eternal yeah. sunshine of the spotless mind this from my brain <laughs> gina don't worry about it in a week you'll forget you ever watched this, this is true. Yeah. or i'll wake up in a in a cold sweat in the middle of the night thinking about it no here's the deal it's like six months from now right so fast forward to like september gina's just like Hey, you guys hear this Beast Wars show? <laughs> Maybe we should watch that for the show. Yeah, that does sound like me. I mean, this tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cheetah robot. I think Optimal Prime is a gorilla robot, which yeah. is absolutely dreadful. Uh-huh. Rat Trap is on this is on this tr- uh, tree log piece of rock thing, and he's surfing through the lava. Like for like, there are, are at least four straight minutes of this episode that's just Rat Trap on the lava of this rock, going whoa <laughs> as he just as he just like bounces in the air and then lands on another rock, and he's like, this isn't going well. Whoa. And he's just going through the lava, and it's I, I get it, dude. I get it. Um, hold up. And you the know lava, what? the lava itself is is straight out of like Doom One from 1992. It doesn't <laughs> match the area around it. It's the only thing that's moving, oftentimes, and it's yeah, just it's and it's terrible. just going left and right, even if it makes no sense. Like parts of it are just like parts of the textures are just disappearing as it goes into the wall. It is, it is very cheap. And I'll be honest, that made me happy. Even hearing you describe it and remembering it is making me slip into a coma. (laughs) So, so, okay. We then get, uh, uh, geez. Okay. They find everybody that says what's with rat traps, butt. so there it is. Yep. He uh, a rat trap does this whole thing where he like goes from rock to rock and escapes the lava like against the flow of the lava. And I'm like, there are really no stakes here. I don't care about this character, so I really don't care if he makes it or not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care that, about anybody. Uh, uh, Lilo and Stitch stole must have stolen from here oh, because boy. Uh, <laughs> his whole deal was like he he's on a rock and then put a bomb under it or something, and then uh, says it's time to blow this joint. And then blows the thing up and then he goes flying like catapulted by this explosion that's what uh, happened okay which is exactly what lilo or stitch does in a volcano so huh mm-hmm. chan why would you know so much about stitch <laughs> 
can't imagine. No, no reason. No reason. No reason. Anyway, so then they're all just like, okay, uh, Rat Trap meets up with the others. He says, hey, the Dinobot's a fake. He threw me in the lava. Where is he? He's the only one at the base right now. Oh, no. At which point we cut back to the base, and apparently he's bypassed the code because he's bringing down the shields. Bringing this, down the shields. This is what I don't understand what you were saying earlier, Chan, because he he activates the shields going down because and allows fake Megatron to come real up the base. fucking Dinobot shows up and says, lower the shields. Then they cut to inside where the shields go down and uh, fake Dinobot's like, awesome, I did it. I completely missed that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Guys, it will come as a shock to you. I did not keep up with the plot on that moment with two identical looking characters and that happening. I know it'll surprise you. I, yes, I am. Anyway, a god. so they do the mirror gag, which I so That's dumb. why this is for children, it's like for so little dumb. children. It's for five-year-olds. Doesn't he does matter. the mirror gag while he sees the other version of himself and then he gets punched by it. And I was like, oh, I was cute. It was dumb. It was exceedingly dumb, but at least it ended in violence. Uh, the real Dinobot turns to transform. Fake Dinobot cannot. Uh, uh, and he's just like, well, you wouldn't fight me as a robot. I know you. You're sporting. And I'm like, he used to be a Predacon. Why he shouldn't be. He's really violent. I don't know. And then he goes, okay, I'll revert back to my Dinobot form. And then I just assumed we were going to go into a, we have a huge fight scene here between the two of them, identical Dinobot forms and legitimately they did not do this fight scene in a way that I could tell which one was which because it oftentimes switched angles. Yeah, I lost it too. And I, and, I, and I just was like, I, I, again, this is a bad fight scene. There are no stakes. I do not know who is who. I do not know who is winning. I do not know what is happening. I cannot follow the action. One of them beats the other and I go, cool. Is that uh, is that your John Oliver impression? That was my John Oliver impression. Yeah. Yes, no, thank you, thank you, Chan. Uh, I've been practicing it, and I'm glad to know that it paid off. Uh, he knocks him out with a periscope, which is oof. That's some bargain basement stuff right there. Yeah, we're not, what, we're not to, expecting to complex three D with a periscope, or uh, the whole thing where like like, like the, they fight with the chair, and then it just. It, the the environmental fighting it just is really um well, i don't i don't know i don't want to say immature or childish cuz that's what it is but like ugh, i don't know i did it rubbed me the wrong way for some reason again they can only they cannot they cannot animate a lot of complex 3d items at this stage in this art form and so they end up just having to grab the biggest, blockiest thing possible and just hit each other with it. Like, that's just where we are, you know? Fair. I mean, yay. So this takes us into the, the end of Act 3. Uh, I just wrote here, that T-Rex is not Megatron. Go F yourself. <laughs> but it was. It was fakey Megatron. Uh, at which point he he's going towards like, do, 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 shields are down, going to the base. I got this. I'm Megatron. I'm the coolest. I'm by myself for reasons I can't fully explain. And then uh, Dinobot activates the shield and like blows him out. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. At which point the good guys show up or Dinobots fighting. They have an I-beam fight. And I was just like, ooh, my favorite thing my least favorite thing from every wizard's duel ever when they just shoot different colored energy at each other and one <laughs> of them will push down the other yay it's the worst worst trope of any wizard duel how dare you because that is the uh climax of big trouble in little china and there is nothing wrong with that movie you know what that is a flawless film they did it right <laughs> okay. okay i disagree as, I did, as long as I you're willing to concede myself. that i think we'll be okay I love Big Trouble Little China, so I'm I'm fine with it. All of the weird, you know, problematic stuff in that movie, I just choose to ignore nope, because I haven't nope. seen it in so long. Nope. It's perfect. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. No, it's just a perfect movie. Yep. See, I mean, I'm ignoring it. It's perfect. There's no it's so perfect, it's not even in there. That's there how perfect it is. Uh I do love that movie though. Give me any any eighties Kurt Russell is more interesting than any other eighties action star. I'll say it. I'll say it out loud. I mean, uh, John Carpenter is the greatest of all he time. Is. He's like Arnold was doing some great stuff. 
Uh, Stallone was doing some, you know, B-level stuff around that time. Uh, Van Damme was doing some okay stuff. But the real fun stuff was Kurt Russell in the 80s. Like, if you kids at home don't know, that's where you should be trekking. You got to watch The Thing. You got to watch Escape from New York. You got to watch that uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's where the jams are. Mm-hmm. And when he crosses over into Tango and Cash, you can know at that point that, okay, he's become like everybody else. <laughs> That's my historical look back at the movies of Kurt Russell in the 80s. There we go. Um, okay. The good guys make the save uh, and kick Megatron out, who is, again, by himself inexplicably. If he had a mission at this base, you'd think, like, here's our chance bring literally everybody, but he chooses not to. Yeah, but apparently they're supposed to be setting up an ambush for the others, um, and it's not explained like why that didn't happen. Does they just don't appear? Mm-hmm. We couldn't animate no, it because they could not uh, afford the animation. So Megatron has to run away, and then in maybe the worst moment of the entire episode, we reveal it's that good statement. guy Dinobot. What's that, Gina? That's a really bold statement to find one st- worst in this. It's you like. Know, and- it's like sorting through a field of shits and finding the stinkiest shit. <laughs> because at the end of the first episode, the denouement, the big payoff was that one of the uh, Dinobots or one of the Transformers had very hardcore flatulence. Uh, and it ended up like a huge fart joke at the end of it. Hold Here, on. Hold on. Yes. I am afraid he's gone for good. A shame, really. He was such a handsome creature. And uh, quite tasty. A cannibalism joke followed by a loud belch. Play us off, Sam. Yeah, it's also it also like was unsettling because that's a clone of yourself. Yes. And so made like I get that this is a cartoon, but it makes it almost worse. Like that that it, it's a kid's cartoon and he's like, oh, there was like, you know, first of all, cloning, eh, it's, you know, like morally gray area as it is. But to create a clone and then eat that clone of yourself is is hideous. It's I honestly found this moment very upsetting. I would put this easily one of the most upsetting moments we've had on this show. Yeah, I that's was what I'm unnerved. saying. Yeah. He also picks like a piece of the dinosaur meat out of his teeth. And because the animation sucks, it's like a gigantic piece it's just, and it's sort of like not shaped like anything. And it's just one it's just solid, a whole pizza. like brown color. It's, it's terrible. A whole brown pizza. And he just flings it across the room and then belches loudly. And then the music starts to, to end the episode. <laughs> and I'm just my mouth just uh, flew open at this moment. Like they are, they did not just do that. Holy shit. They did. Why? I'm going, I'm going to cop to something right now. Oh shit. Um, Uh Oh, uh -oh. uh, because people have been asking us to, you know, like sort of reevaluate. This is, you know, like you picked, you managed to find the very worst episode. Let's go watch something better. You know, I was given many suggestions of excellent episodes to watch. And uh, so I, you know, like scanning through the uh, synopses and whatnot. And the thing that drew me to the other one originally was like, uh, this uh, episode ends with a big fart. I'm like, oh, well, we got to watch that one because that sounds terrible. And this one, uh, the synopsis says, this ends with a big belch. I'm like, well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> again. See, and to I be deliberately fair, chose what uh, was probably going to be the second worst episode of this series. And I am in no way uh, 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 trying to uh, uh, do right by it and, and let us see a good, ep- good air quotes episode of this. Now, I do. I don't think we I actually discussed off the top because this was Robert Clark Chan's second choice to watch. Robert Clark Chan originally for revisiting Beast Wars <laughs> wanted us only to watch the second part of a two part episode, not watch the first half that sets everything up. Just part B. And I, I had to step in and veto it. Because I did, I thought like, look, they're already going to think we're doing a disservice to this show. I know for a fact they will. They will have a legitimate argument if we only do part two 
of a two-part episode and completely act like part one never existed. I don't want them to have any firm ground to attack us for our opinions on this terrible, terrible show. I want to make sure. So Robert Clark Chan, why would you have us watch part two of a two-parter except to just be cruel? Here's the thing. I was looking at the synopsis and for a moment there, I was like, you know what? This sounds pretty interesting. Many interesting things happen. Like they're going to have a previously on. We'll be able to catch up. I was willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. And then Ray comes on and says, turn it all, burn it all down. Turn it to <laughs> shit. And I'm like, yes, sir. Here we go. Okay. I'm looking at the picture of a rat butt that you just put in our chat. <clears throat> and you guys are both right. This is a weird looking rat butt. Mm-hmm. I will make sure. Oh, Jesus. It's like it's got fur on it but it's a mm-hmm. shiny double yep. globed buttocks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That it's is re- 100% I, I like a, a mascara fluffed Van Eyes <laughs> pornography butt right there. That honestly is. I'll be okay. Now that you've sent me this picture, Robert Clark Chan, I will make sure this hits the feed when we announce the episode. And I will not necessarily provide further context for this, but, but those who know this show will already know what's up. We don't need to explain butts to them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we do. We don't know what they know. Hmm? I would, might be the first, you know what? Every butt is somebody's first butt. <laughs> and we should properly you know introduce those butts every single time. It's a fair point. I'm honestly. Robert Butt Chan. <laughs> You're nobody till somebody damn it. sees you. <laughs> God. You know, I, I'll just, I'll defer. That's the end of this Beast Wars episode. My final note that I wrote on the page here, this show sucks, exclamation point. This did not get better with the second episode. I don't know what drugs you guys find yourselves on that you think Beast Wars is not just an acceptable show, not just a show that is watchable, that thinks this show is actively good. I don't know what peyote... What LSD you guys need to be on in order to chemically alter your brain to make this into something of quality? Uh, I, I again, like we we've had a lot of uh, comments sent at us uh, attesting to this fact. Uh, most recently, again, uh, Bjorn the Viking uh, s- says that he still liked it. I'm almost certain that uh, Psycho Andy also said that he liked this. I do this. believe that is the case. Uh, yes. A lot of our patrons, uh, for some reason, just have bad taste. And the fact I that think this is uh, a long con. I think that they all were like, it'll be hilarious if we pretend that the worst show ever made isn't God that bad. Did we get and they agreed to it. Again? Oh, <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. They're going to, the, you know, and this is a thing to point to announce is that we, we, uh, uh we're going to have a, a different kind of, uh, broadcasting plan going forward for season six. We're going to start doing a once a month, we're going to start doing a Patreon only show again for the people who are on Patreon going in the super secret vault. We talked about it. So, uh, one, one week out of the month, we're going to take an old classic Patreon episode that a lot of the folks that listen to the show probably haven't heard before. We're going to put that on the main feed and we're going to put a new Patreon only episode in the vault uh, as our sort of just way about town of doing it. So get ready for that. I'm sure we maybe have some more revisits like this Beast Wars thing that we just did. Um, But that is the thing that's going to go forward starting in April. So look forward to that. We're going to start reaching out for Patreon suggestions very, very soon. Official announcement. And what I really expect to have happen here is nothing but Beast Wars suggestions as <laughs> the people of Patreon turn this into a ninja Beast Wars podcast. <laughs> and that's where we're headed in the year 2022. <laughs> God, it. All. and that will do it for this show. Thank you all so much for listening. There are places you can find us. I just mentioned Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Sign up right there to get access to the super secret vault. There are like 550 episodes of this show. If you can believe it. And so if you've only heard the stuff of the main feed, there is a wide treasure trove of content that you have not heard before that is on there. So if you enjoy the show, you can enjoy more of it for five bucks a month on our Patreon. If you've never done a Patreon before, you probably should do this one. That's all I'm saying. We're, we're easy. And if you feel like it's not for you and you want to leave, okay, 
we won't fault you for that either. We will not get mad at you. We're just happy you chose us for any length of time. Even if it was just one episode you decided you hated, just like us with Beast Wars in what I call the old days when we were happy, having only <laughs> seen one episode of Beast Wars. <laughs> you can also find us at Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast. That's the most likely spot. We will find you or tag us individually. You guys, Channing Sherman, you can t- tell the others how this thing works. Tag all three of us, tag the show. We will read it. We will probably engage with you. We don't have a lot to do during the day. Uh, so you excuse can also- me. <laughs> okay, Gina has a lot to do during the day, and then she can't talk about any of it, but let me just say for the record, I'm super excited for your next, your next piece of business. <laughs> Holy F, am I excited about your next piece of business? Wait, no, stop talking about it. <laughs> but I don't I know what it is. I forgot what you were talking about for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up in a roundabout way that you didn't actually no, do. No, I, uh, I have so much other crap to do. I have like five IMDb scripts to do. I'm working on a British kids show. I got crap. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You didn't think I was talking about some other project, did you? <sighs> You can find me individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that's all I've got to say right now. <laughs> Please join us on all the things and never suggest us Beast Wars again. Okay, Ugh. bye. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score, score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. <laughs> like Score Bunny. Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh my Ash god, is Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's like- Is it because like, he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> if you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.